Hello and welcome to the Jerry and Mikey podcast. We're two personal trainers and we're here to help educate you on how to get results while still having a social life. If you like our show guys, share it on your social media so we can help share the world around a bit and we hope you enjoy the show guys. You're going to love it. Right Mike, we're after telling people they can have a social life while still getting results. What are we after getting ourselves into? I think this is a tall tale. Yeah. We're after telling people. It's a, <laughs> we have to put ourselves out of the hole now, Jer. They get like a lead magnet, isn't it? Just, yeah. It's like, get them in, hold on to them, don't let them go. Yeah, hold on to them, that was going to be the hard part. <laughs> Should we give it a little blast then, will we? We will. We'll do our best. Well, right, so what do you think? What, what are we even on about? Having a social life and get results. That's surely not possible, is it? Well... After years of research myself, Ger, uh some of it good research, some of it in the pub, I, I think I have a crack at this stage. I actually went undercover myself. <laughs> Would you believe it or not? Oh yeah? Yeah, 10 or 12 years. Undercover. Behind the back of the bar. Yeah, behind the bar. Just to, the other side of the bar. Just to study people. Yeah. Joe, a lot of people go to college, university, <laughs> get a degree. Yeah. I went into the pubs with the real people. Real, real people, that's what I call them. Like, <laughs> real people. Studying them. Yeah. Just so I can help them out. Yeah. And tell them how to get fit. And how has that worked for you so far, Jar? So look, Mike, you are trying our best. <laughs> <laughs> we're here. We're that far. Yeah, guys, look, what we were on about in the intro, we do believe, and this is what we base, I suppose, our careers around when we're training clients, is how to be real with people and how they can have a social life and still get results just by maybe final tips tricks whatever anything that we can help them with just so they can still be sociable um, mike has more experience in drinking than i have <laughs> even though you're older even though i'm older pushing 30 lads next month lemon drizzle cakes my favorite cake just saying um so yeah what's what's your main point here on this mike how how do we how do we get them results um, first thing, I think it's really easy for people in the fitness industry to tell people what they should do, um, but we're living a quite different life to real people, like you said. So I think the first thing I'd just like to talk about for a minute or two is the differences between us compared to regular people. Yeah, so what? Who's who are real people? What, what is a real person? So a real person is someone who has a job, whether it's 9 to 5, whether it's shift long 12-hour shifts, they have a job. Fitness and eating well is probably going to be number four or five in their priority list. Yeah, so it could be the person that has a family or, or, so, or like you said, a really busy job. And yeah. it's fitness and I suppose leading healthy lifestyle is low on their priority list at the moment. That's yeah, basically... you, you, you might have work, family, relationships, one, two, three. Yeah, okay. Financials, then literally after that, they're starting to think about... And before we even go on, on further than that, you just touched on a point... What would be your priorities at the moment? Do you have a priority list? So if you look at it, the first thing for me is work because you need a living. Yeah. But the difference is for my work, um, I'm kind of expected to look in somewhat decent shape. So therefore, my own spare time is spent actually trying to look like I'm in good shape. Whether I am or not, I just have to look the part. <laughs> That's half the battle. So some days are better than others. Exactly. Yeah. So how do you think that the fitness industry or trainers 
maybe I won't say mislead people because no one really tries to mislead people but they may give bad advice or misinformed advice maybe yeah so I think a lot of time okay when you have families or people living together first thing is you're always just eating with the person you live with or eating with your partner so you're not necessarily going to go in and make your own meal you're probably going to be cooking for your partner so yeah you may not be eating what you think is ideal for you to be eating when you're I think when you're making food for yourself and if you're just looking out for yourself only, yes, you're going to make better choices for yourself. Um, so I think a lot of time people will compromise kind of in the meals they're eating or if they're going out for like meals with clients, I see that quite a lot here with kind of business people, they're, you know, they're not really in control of what they're eating. Yeah, so their their situation or their environment dictates, dictates what they do really. So like you yeah. said, if someone has a job like like we do encounter a lot that includes work drinks or socializing or networking if they find it hard obviously to they're not going to go and train at 10 or 11 o'clock at night no after drinking two three or four or five pints yeah. or glasses of wine yeah so realistically exercise is far down on, on their list yeah so what you make of people that say just do whatever it takes just do whatever it takes there you go this is my best piece of advice just do whatever it takes to get fit um, I think it's complete nonsense. Um, if you look back at like old motivational videos of Ernie and the lads training for bodybuilding competitions, like they were able to put all of their time into that. They didn't have to do other work. They gave up everything else and that was their sole purpose. So yeah, pe- people just don't have the time to do whatever it takes. Like it's more of a case of they'll do what they can. Yeah, It's, it's not whatever it takes. They just, yeah. they will put in as much they've, it can put in as much effort as they can put in. They're trying to and it's all limit, ask. limit the damage, I suppose. Do you know, like, mm. yeah, what can I do to lead as healthy of a life while I'm in this situation? Exactly. So, I mean, you see it here with trainers a lot. Okay, if a lot of our friends are trainers, chances are when we go out to eat, we're probably all somewhat thinking of eating a relatively healthy meal. Um. When you're out with your own friends who may not be anyway interested in staying in shape, then yeah, they're probably going to bring you to places that you know aren't too healthy. So the social circle you're in will determine basically kind of what kind of results you're going to get unless you try kind of spin yourself out of that or, yeah. I think setting goals again is a huge thing. As in, if you do have something that you want to get really fit for, like for example, a wedding, then maybe you have to prioritize your health and well-being. If you want those to get results, you probably would have to prioritize yeah. your your fitness and your, let's say, healthy eating yeah. more so than if just the day-to-day person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, that's... I think that's where we maybe do relate a lot to people because our social circles, you know who you are. You're <laughs> listening. All right. We won't mention names. Stephen Maloney. <laughs> uh, but, you know, yeah, like, we do still go and we have our few pints in the weekend. We don't say no to our friends. We still no. go out and socialise with them. But we do kill ourselves in the gym. Yeah. Four or five or six times in the week, sessions yeah. in the week. And we try and eat as healthy as we can. Because we're living with each other, we share a bed every now and then <laughs> to record a podcast. <laughs> to record a podcast. <laughs> Um, but yeah we do we, we track what we're eating during the week yeah. and yeah we still have 
we still have our few drinks on the weekend. Yeah, and so we, we make allowances so that we can have those drinks at the weekend. Like we fit that into our week as opposed to just adding it on to our week. Yeah, so if you know we're going to go out for a few drinks, you might eat less on that day or... Yeah, might just skip breakfast the next breakfast. day. Yeah, and just eat, yeah, eat fewer calories the day before, after, or even the day that you're drinking. Yeah. And that's a kind of a tip a lot of people that maybe work in a in a social scene or work in a in an office that has an after work drinks mm. that maybe look it might from some people might say oh you have to eat breakfast maybe you you don't you don't really have to eat breakfast just save those calories and have your couple of glasses of wine after yeah it's not the healthiest of options don't get us wrong we shouldn't mm. we're not trying to condone it but if that's your life and that's your situa- situation that's what you need to be looking at there maybe the sacrifices or the changes that you should yeah. be thinking of Instead of listening to trainers saying, oh, you have to eat chicken, rice, broccoli three times a day and you have to get this and you have to do that. Look, they're just saying that because it sounds good and it, it would work if you could stick to it. Yeah. So, but realistic is boring, isn't it? Yeah. It's boring. Like, you have to be realistic of what's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, and, so it's like, yeah, I still want to be able to enjoy bar chocolate or a biscuit here and there with my tea. You should easily, you can easily get that in all the time you don't have to cut that stuff out if you're, you're clever with everything else you do and i think trainers are often afraid to admit that they will say like drink alcohol they're afraid to admit that they like have pizza burgers you know i'll have stuff like that every single week but what we'll move on to in a minute which is like our own background physically that's the kind of thing that allows us to do that so one thing that i would like to point out so Myself, okay, um, now I'm competing in powerlifting, so I'm training like four days a week in the gym. In my opinion, those four days a week of training aren't actually the main reason why I end up burning so many calories. It's because I'm active. So we have the luxury, as a PT, you're on your feet. So you're on your feet while you're training people. You're moving, you're literally picking up weights all the way through a session. You're walking around during the session to go different places. Um, I cycling out to work every day as well, like six days a week. So I could easily do half an hour some days. Other days, if I didn't know twice, that's an hour. Um, even as I was younger, always played sports. I've always been active. I'll have my lazy days, but it's always in me to like get up and move around. I've never been happy like staying still for too long. What has been your your background? Like, what where has the, this whole fitness career come mm. from? Uh, like. I know you're from the Stakers, like you're, you, you've a no strong G- hurling background, Jeff. You've, you've no GAA um, <laughs> history, and you live in the sticks. Yeah, like I said, the furthest or the most bit of exercise you did was falling out of heelys <laughs> on a Friday night in Kilfinnan. That is like, true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was actually fairly late uh, starting with sport compared to most kids. I didn't start playing any sport till I was thirteen. Um, so I started off with stakers, uh, tried to stay there for a few years doing a bit, playing hurling of football. Um, so if you don't know those sports guys, check them out. Um, then I started playing soccer as well. So I was kind of playing all three sports. Then I thought basically I wanted to be a teacher. Did that for a year and a bit. And then I decided, okay, what things do I like? What don't I like? And the only thing really I could see that I liked was basically being active. So that's what chose me then to do the course I did. So it's exercise and health. That's what brought me into that. Kept playing football then. 
We'll say that for the English people. Football. Soccer. Oh, you're going <laughs> to get some stick from the Irish yeah. guys after that. Um, stayed playing that through college um, fairly competitively. And then once I just once I moved over here then to England, I got into powerlifting, um, which just really suited me because I think the reason I like it, it's you do a lot of work, a lot of like slow, steady work over time to build up to one big overall goal. I just kind of like the whole steady progress of it that it's you're not committing massively to any one thing at any one time because you know your competitions are months and months away you can you don't have to kill yourself but you're still always kind of baby steps to get there which is what why i like it so you base your um your your life under the sheets and that that as well <laughs> slow slow steady but you'll get to a point eventually like <laughs> we'll get there eventually yeah how long have you been single uh a long time, sir. Might have to change that, mate. <laughs> I, you wanted to be a teacher? I did. And, sure, look, I'm teaching people now, aren't I? I I'm going to teach you something now. Okay. Do you know the stone hinge circle? Yeah. yeah. Do you know the big stone things? Yeah. Do you know who uh, built them or planted them or whatever? Put them up? You uh, know it's in the UK someplace? I, I don't do, know. Yeah, I know UK, UK followers, you let us know. Do you know who put them up? No. You? Yeah. Who? Farmers from Turkey. Amerson Turkey yeah, read it on the tube this morning I have the picture here just to prove it Daily, no it wasn't Daily Mail the Metro newspaper Stonehenge was put up <laughs> by farmers from Turkey oh lads I didn't know they had farmers in Turkey I don't know I just said <laughs> they, they used to but they came here then I suppose they must have implanted a couple of yeah. stone things around us yeah this is my uh, pointless fact of the day lads pointless facts just number one <laughs> thank you Jack. No problem, no problem. Got to keep this interesting. No one wants to hear about your life. What about your life, Jer? Ah, uh, Mike. She's. How long do we have? Uh, How long do you want the podcast? We we'll give you five minutes, Jer. Right. So my research into <laughs> how to live as live a healthy life. It sounds scientific now. <laughs> uh, I was in the army, Michal, as you know. Um, I yeah, just in case any of our UK followers are wondering what we're on about places. It, it, we're obviously from Ireland, so a couple of the places that you don't know are just places from around home, little towns and villages mainly. Because we're two country lads, as we're country lads. You're a townie. Yeah, I heard you saying that to someone. That yeah. I'm a townie. How yeah. am I a townie? Kimalik is a town. Yeah, but I live outside the town. Yeah, you're too close. No, you're a townie. I'm not townie. <laughs> you're walking distance to the town. You're a townie. And Kimalik is a fifth of the side of Brixton. <laughs> it's not even. It's compared to here's town. He's a townie. He sounds like a townie. I let it on. It's all like big show. Guys. That accent. You should hear me talking properly. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Followers. Gone. Yeah. Gone. Gone. Uh, yeah, Mike. I was in the military. Or the defence forces. Or the army. As we like to call it at home. And in other countries. Johnny Bunch there to take you. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Bunch to go. Yeah. I'm kind of like yourself. I um, finished, finished school young. I suppose compared to other lads in my my year, I finished school at seventeen, and went into college for a few months. Well, I went into the city where the, the university was, but I didn't really go into the college. That was the that was <laughs> that was the problem. That's where I I discovered the social scene at seventeen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I didn't college wasn't for me. Dropped out after a few months. So we're both dropouts, lads. Yeah, we're both dropouts. We're doing well now, though. Yeah. We're doing well. Um, but yeah, so I went to work in a couple of jobs. I had two jobs, one in a pub, believe it or not, and Hoolands in Kamaluk, 
and uh, just give you a plug in lads and Martin's I worked in Martinstone Stud JP McManus's place for a while so did I so yeah we have a lot in common that we didn't know yeah Jesus Mike it's kind of like a date really yeah, it is, <laughs> it's a yeah. bit of a speed date the two of us well I already know your parents yeah you haven't introduced me to yours yet you haven't introduced me to yours yeah so they college didn't like work it. out uh, had a few mates that were in the army uh, Liam Mulcahy I blame you he used to babysit me feed me curry chips when I was like six months old and he used to kick me around the place practicing his soccer skills slide tackles especially and yeah so it kind of that gave me an interest in the army went in I've just turned 18 just done under 10 years so I'm actually finished this month believe it or not I have to go back and sign off so I'm technically still in the army but I'm signing off and get my discharge papers hopefully this month and yeah been the personal trainer then here the last two and a half years here in London just over a year and it's going well but I was kind of like so I've started sports was a lot younger than you especially being in Kamaluk we did a lot uh, Kamaluk's our hometown for anyone that's listening it's um, actually a decent team unfortunately yeah we were <laughs> successful and I was blessed to be in a couple of good teams with some really good players that have gone on to lead successful careers in sport which was great to be part of um, so yeah we we I can remember we used to play a year above us and our own age group and we used to play hurling football that's Gaelic football uh, soccer rugby and a year above and our own age so we, we were out playing two training sessions or two matches most days yeah. five, six, seven days in a week like it's only now you realise how much our parents and stuff and family, friends parents sacrifice to drive us around the place but sure look it led me into a career in fitness and I'm enjoying every minute or minute of it well apart from living with you but that's sure look you have to make sacrifices you're getting that's, used to it but I, I think like especially with the army side for me like the army is a big social scene so it's kind of going from school into an adult school where you get paid yeah. and play with guns and the social scene was huge there but we always had to stay fit not some more than others obviously but um yeah, I think that's where I can relate to people, and it's, a lot of my clients say that it's about me. If I get feedback from them, um, is that yeah, Joy, he relates to, you, makes it simple, um, makes it realistic, and I suppose don't expect anything, any miracles out of any of my clients. I just try and make all right. How can we just change a couple of things to make your life a small bit healthier? And I think that's where, um, we do have a good relationship with people. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's that's kind of where we are. So, so you always think of being active. You think because as a child you're always active, you just feel the need to be active now all the time. Yeah, it's just like you know me, I can't stop. Yeah. So if I sit down for too long, even my foot start starts moving. I yeah. gotta gotta keep moving. I think yeah, we we grew up in Ashill and Kamalok. My grandparents lived, and we were out, always out running around the fields or just crazy creating <laughs> havoc around the place. <laughs> But um, yeah, we were always active and I think that definitely has some relation or been some, I suppose, led me down this road. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, definitely something. And so any parents listening, get your kids outside, turn off those playstations and stuff, get them outside, uh, give them a ball to poke around or kick around. Because uh, it definitely is the best thing for them. Too many kids and too many kids are sitting down too much, I think. They should be mm. more active. Um, but that's only from my own experience. Yeah. But 
I don't have experience of having kids. But <laughs> <laughs> maybe making but so them. Don't, maybe don't listen to me. Maybe I don't know what I'm on about there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that's why we do have we do have good insight to help people, I suppose. And this, yeah, we, we've lived those normal lives, like yeah. you you said, and so we can relate to people a lot. Yeah. What do you think then? Kind of before we wrap this up, um, I think when you're like comparing results getting results to actually still enjoying your social life. I think what it boils down to is you touched on it a while ago, but like the peer pressure of staying involved in your group and, and like not being excluded. So like if you were to give one or two points, kind of take home points, what would you tell people of like how they can still kind of stay on track with getting in shape, but not really look like they're, trying to do something different or so they don't have to get any stick from their friends for basically trying to actually do something look guys if you're on a night out uh, don't get into rounds yeah. that's that's what I, w- I would say because don't let anyone control how much you're drinking so if you're in, if you go out and we've all done it got into rounds with three four or five different people you know sometimes it's nearly a race to drink your pints or drink and then there's another one up in front of you Whereas if you don't get into a round, you can control what you drink, when you drink, and how much you drink. Um, so even these days, there's some really good, good. Be- I even got caught myself. Um, I bought a bottle, four bottles of beer, and it turned out to be zero alcohol. Didn't realize until the bottles were empty. Okay. <laughs> I was devastated. <laughs> Absolutely devastated. But there, there is zero uh, percent alcohol drinks. They're getting better and better. Yeah. Joe. So there are those options if you don't want to. True. Drink, drink pints, drink bottles. Um, even if, if you don't want to drink pints, drink spirits. Clear spirits are usually lower on calories. But I would, my biggest tip would don't get into rounds. Drink your drink at your own pace, and drink what you like. Yeah. So that'd be my biggest tip. What, what about yourself? Um, I think when it comes to food, people will, if they go somewhere to eat, they think okay, just if it's a doesn't have any healthy options on the menu, that it's kind of okay. I'm already screwed, so I'm just going to have anything I want. Uh, I firmly believe, no matter like what situation you're in, it just you always have a choice of going for a really good option or a really bad option. So, no matter how bad the options in front of you are, I would just suggest always try to take the healthiest one at that given time. So, whether it was a case of okay, you were getting a lunch on the go yourself, you can still probably pick some form of a meal that's going to be slightly lower in calories than another one. If you're going out with your friends, you don't have to get the two sides. You don't have to get a starter, a main, and a dessert. You could still just get a main. So I would say just pick the best option to what's available to you at that time. That's a good point. And only yesterday, I was out having a coffee, uh-huh. Mike, a coffee. And I said, I'd get a slice of cake. Yeah. I'd, I got two coffees and a slice of cake. Not for myself. Yeah. It was another copy for someone else. Okay. But that person is actually trying to lose weight. So what I actually did was I had a look at the the cakes and the calories on the cakes. It may sound boring, lads, but I thought, right, if I get one slice of cake between us, I said, if I can get the lowest or one of the lower calorie options of the cake and I split that, she's only going to f- get half of those calories and feel less pressure about eating the cake. So, for example, there was a banana loaf cake. It was 320 calories. So, in my head, I worked out, obviously, it'd be 160 calories if we have to, which isn't that bad for a little snack yep. and a coffee. Um, Good piece of advice. Yeah, so that's that's the only happened yesterday. And 
I'm no genius, lads. I may look, I may look like a genius, but I am not. But what? <laughs> <laughs> but look, there, there's just a couple of tips. There's a lot more. Yeah. Like if you keep on our social media pages, we'll be doing more Facebook lives where you might get a chance to to ask us questions live, or if you don't get a chance to be on one of the lives, yeah. send us a message anyway. We'll even give you a call. We've we've done that a lot recently. Just send messages to people that are struggling or want to know stuff, and we've arranged calls, phone calls. Looks only 10, 15 minutes out of our, well, on Mikey's like an hour because he loves talking, but uh, out of our day, and usually during the middle part of the day, we're free. So that's where we get a lot of our stuff done. So don't be afraid to ask or reach out. Uh, like I said, like, share, tell people. It only spreads the word for us, makes our job a lot easier when there's more pe- people listening because we love having an audience. Yeah. Simple as. And yeah, anything you want to sign off with, Mike? Um, yeah, just. To let you know, guys, today is mainly like giving you an idea of what myself and Jerry are about. Um, we'll go into a lot more detail in the next couple of podcasts, like Jerry just said, on how the different steps you're going to actually do to try lose weight, build muscle, whatever it is, get in shape you want while still having your social life. We're like real life heroes, Mike, aren't we? Yeah, real life heroes. For the real people. For the real people. For <laughs> real people. Real life heroes for the real people. That's yeah. our slogan. <laughs> Research and social life. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good day. See ya.